Good evening, everyone. Good evening, the Blaze Network. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here this evening to bring us word to us. And I pray that uh, after this word session, our lives will not remain the same in the name of Jesus. Uh, before I go ahead, before I go on, I would love to appreciate, sincerely appreciate Pastor Adams Charis for this opportunity is an honor and i'm not taking it for granted thank you so much for the opportunity to bring us what to god's people here on this platform uh it's really an opportunity knowing you you've been a blessing to us as the potter and uh, you really be an immense blessing such a wonderful man of god and i'm so glad to to have known you uh, and i pray that the uh, the grace of god upon your life will not diminish, it will continually increase in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Alright, so um, this evening, I will be speaking to us briefly from God's Word. Uh, and um, the title of my teaching, by way of giving the topic, is uh, Whatsoever He Has You To Do. The title of the teaching says, Whatsoever He Asks You To Do. Okay? Uh, so many people, the world is filled with people with different ideas of how to run their lives, of how to run their ventures, of how to, on, on how to run their businesses, on how to run their families, on how to run everything that has to do with them. You know, kicking God out of their, their, their fears of their lives. And that's why... Uh, so many people are in chaos, so many lives are in chaos, so many uh, companies, so many marriages are in chaos, okay? Uh, but tonight we'll be looking at a topic which says, whatsoever he asks you to do, okay? And uh, basically that topic is picked from John chapter 2, John chapter 2 verses 5, where we saw uh, where Jesus Christ, where the mother of Jesus Christ spoke to his son Jesus, and he spoke about his son Jesus to his certain servants in the marriage uh, in Cana Galilee, where they were short of wine, and she wanted to come to their rescue, and she knew that the son Jesus could do something, you know. And if you read the preceding verses, we saw that Jesus Christ was like, I mean, what is he got to do with that? I mean, why as why is she worrying him and all that? Okay, but then Mary knew the her son well. She knew, and she went to meet the servant. See, it does any this one that is me. I know my son. It does not matter anything he asks you to do. Okay, just do it. Okay, it does not matter how foolish it might seem. In that instruction that is going to give to you lies the breakthrough for that wedding. In that instruction that is going to give you lies uh, a breakthrough. Lies. Uh, whatsoever success or whatsoever dimension, whatsoever help we are looking for. It might look very foolish, but whatsoever, you know, the, the, the word whatsoever means anything, anything it tells you to do. Even if he has you to be jumping up, do it because it's in, it is in jumping up that you will get your problem solved. Okay, and Mary knew that very well. Yes, Jesus stayed with, with her for 30 years before he ventured into his, his uh, ministry. So he, she knew Jesus very well that whenever he says something, he gives instructions, is when you obey it 
that you get the result that you want because she knew that Jesus was not just an ordinary son. He knew. If you read uh, the scriptures where we're made to understand that when prophecies were coming concerning the child Jesus, that Mary kept all of the sayings, sayings by the prophet in her heart. She was like wondering, what kind of son is this? You know, she kept all of the sayings in her heart. So she knew that Jesus was not an ordinary person. And that was why she told the servant, whatsoever she asked you, to, whatsoever he asked you to do, just do it. I know the wine is finished. I know you are at the verge of, of experiencing shame. I know you are at the verge of being mocked. I know you are at the verge of people talking you down. You know that, oh, you lack preparation. You didn't prepare well for the wedding. You didn't do this. Oh, it's because you are not good enough. You know, but he's saying that for you to come out of that mess, whatsoever he asks you to do. And that's why it's important for us to look at it. You know, Jolie Spirit just brought it to my mind when I was just pondering upon what to share to us this evening. That whatsoever he asks you to do, just do it. You know, it might seem foolish. Just do it. When God wants to turn around the situation of anyone, any man, he starts with an instruction from him. Not your gift, not what you have, but with an instruction from him, a word from him. Of course, he's going to use what you have, but he will direct you on how to use what you have. So, and that's why it's not enough for you as an individual, as a person to be gifted or to be talented or to be blessed with resources. But you must know the appropriate way to use what you are given so you don't waste it. So many people are wasting away. So many people are wasting the resources, the opportunities, the gifting that God has given them because they've refused to seek God. They've refused to seek God on, on the usage of it. On the usage of it. So it's not enough for you to have the resources. Okay, so whatsoever he has you to do, do it because in it lies your breakthrough. In it lies your success. Okay, in it lies your success. So if God is going to turn your situation around, it starts with that word. Take for instance, Moses always had the rod with him. But that rod never became something tangible until a word came from God. Number two, the widow, okay, that, that, that lost her husband, okay, who was one of the sons of the prophet, okay, always had the jar of oil with her. But the transformation that came, okay, came through the instruction that came from God through Elijah. Okay? The woman could have as well done poured the oil out into a bigger jar without the instruction. And you'll be so surprised that if she decided to pick that pick that small oil to cook, okay, all she would just have in the pot, the bigger pot is that small oil. Okay? But when the word of God came, that word didn't just tell her what to do, but he empowered the oil. Okay? So, and that's why, like I said, it's not enough for you to have the gift. It's not enough for you to have the resources, but you must secure from God instructions on how to use it. Because when he says a thing, he himself brings it to pass. He watches over his word to bring it to pass. Okay? So, and that's why it's important for us to note that you seek what you seek is instruction, and when you obey it, you get results. That's the simple way to get results in the kingdom. Okay, very simple way to get results in the kingdom. The word of God says that uh, the labor of the foolish will weary them, 
Why? Because they know not how to go to the city. Their problem is not that their problem is not that they don't know where they are going. Of course, they know where they are going, but their problem is they don't know how to get there. Of course, they know what is they know they have the resources, but their problem is how to use it. Okay, so the problem of more every of most human beings is not the availability of resources. As a matter of fact, it does not matter who you are where you are from, how less privileged or underprivileged you think you are, everybody has something at hand that God has given him or her to prosper. If you look at the parable of the talent, of, of the, talent the master gave one, gave unto one, one talent, he gave unto another two talents, he gave unto another five talents, okay? Giving us a scenario of people on earth that there is no one that is giftless. It does not matter who you are, you have at least something to work with. It is now your responsibility to work with that thing, okay, to make it multiply. However, the labor of the fool, okay, will lead them. Why? Because they don't know how to use that which is placed in their hand. And that was the problem of the widow. Her problem was not that she doesn't have something, okay, because when the prophet, as a matter of fact, when Elisha was to solve her problem, Elisha knew, okay, that she asked something that God can work with. And that was why she asked that, he asked that question. What do you have in your house? What do you have within you? What do you have in your hand? What do you have in your house? That was the first question. And it was based on that question, okay, based on what she had, she had at that particular point in time, that an instruction came forth on how to use it. Okay, so the problem of most people on earth today is not that it's not the availability of resources, but the appropriation, the wise and the wise use of that resources is the problem of most people, and that's why we have to look at this, and that's why it's important you we understand why uh, we are looking at this topic. Whatsoever he has to do, okay, is very very important, okay, because if you don't see the need for God's instruction to you, you will just keep wondering about, okay? Saul, who became Paul, who wrote to third of the New Testament, was has always been gifted, but until he came to the knowledge of Christ, until he was instructed and was told what to do by Jesus, by an encounter with Jesus, that gift was just, as a matter of fact, it was wasting away, and the enemy was, you know, lay claim on it okay but what made that gift useful what made God's endowment over him useful was the divine instruction he received from God that was to minister to the Gentiles how many things he must suffer for for God's sake and the likes okay so you must understand that there is no one on it unbelievers inclusive that there's no one on it that is that is giftless okay but depending on how you run it with the pen, or depending on how you use it with determine the kind of results you get as an individual. So many people are on the street wasting away, so many people are begging, so many people are poor, so many people are dejected, so many people are depressed, so many people are experiencing unpalatable situations, not because God has not made available to them what is required, okay, but because they don't know how to go about it, to explore that which he has deposited in them. I hope you understand. Okay, so whatsoever he has to do, Mary told those servants, do it. Because therein lies your breakthrough. If you are going to succeed as an individual, 
you must learn to seek God for divine instruction. Whatsoever he has to do, do it. In it lies your success. In it lies, lies the, the, the breakthrough that you want. In it lies whatsoever good life. In it lies your fulfillment as an individual. As an individual. I pray that God will help us as we go on in this study in the name of Jesus. Okay, so uh, like I said, whatsoever I ask you to do, do it. And when you do it, you get the God kind of result. Okay? You want to get divine results, you must follow divine instructions. But when you choose to follow human instructions or you to follow your own reasoning, you will get natural results. Okay, so now I'm going to uh, talk basically or briefly before I, run, uh, before I bring it to a close uh, and also listen to, uh, get to hear from us just in case we have any questions, okay, or anything we want to ask concerning the topic, okay. I would like to talk briefly on three, three things or some other things that I would need as an individual if we must come out of that dejected state into God's plan for us, if we must express transformation. The Word of God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have towards you, I know the thoughts I have towards you, they are thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future. So God has a plan for you, He has an expected end for you, okay? He has a future for you, a beautiful one, okay? And if you are going to come out of where you are now into that future, Okay, you must align to a few things. You must be able to recognize certain things, opportunities that God has placed in you and around you so as to make that future a reality. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's the, it's the will of God that will work in abundance. It's the will of God that will live a, a stress-free life. It's the will of God that we are, we, are, we are honored, okay? Because the word of God says that it is the glory of kings to conceal a matter. I mean, I mean it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. But the honor of kings is to search them out. So our honor is in searching out some of the things uh, that is hidden. And when we search them out, okay, we apply them, we, be, we get honored, okay? Uh, the word of God says in Psalm chapter 85 that uh, because ye, know, ye are gods, but because ye know not, ye shall die like men, men. Okay, people die are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. So uh, basically, I'm going to talk on one or two things that we need to pay attention to if we must come out of where we are and uh, get to, so we can get to the desired future that God wants for us. Number one, I told us God's creative or God's uh, instructions to us. And that was why I started with whatsoever he asked you to do, okay? The need for seeking God's instruction. Don't be too big or never get to a point where you think you can do it on your own. Even the word of God says that acknowledge, way, acknowledge God in all your ways. Proverbs chapter 5 says that, we should not lean on our own understanding, but we must learn to acknowledge God in all your on all, all our ways and we'll make our way prosperous. Okay, it does not matter how little it is, learn to talk to God about it. Don't be too proud. Okay, don't feel you don't need God, don't feel you know it, you are knowledgeable. Okay, uh, involve God. Okay, involve God. Okay, seek his instructions. I mean, don't we should you know most, most of the time people uh, get carried away. Or people, I mean, sorry, people go to God only when they want to get married and ask God, 
God, who is the will of God? Who is your will for me? Is it the sister? Is it that sister? But when you've not learned the act of listening to God, when you've not learned the act of talking to God over time, when you've not learned how he speaks to you, how he instructs you, how he directs you over time, I mean, it doesn't work that way. You won't just get it done, okay? And that's why the scriptures is so clear. He said, in all your ways, okay, that means you have to learn it. Jesus Christ learned obedience through, obedience through the things he suffered. He learned obedience. He learned how to align his life with the will of the Father. Okay, at some point, he wanted to back out of the journey when the burden of the cross was heavy on him. But because he has learned to hear God, he has learned to understand, to know the will of God, he said, but your will. He, he submitted because he was so sure. Okay, how many people would want to uh, forgo their life, would want to lose their life at that point? At the prime of their age, it was just 33 for crying out loud. Okay, but because he understood the will of God, he, he knows he, he knew the voice of God. Okay, he knew it was God, and that was why he could do it. He was so sure. Okay, and that was why you knew he was not just uh, playing games at that point. That there's a level you get to with God, or it is there's a level you get to, or there's certain choices that you can't just uh, play pranks on in terms of let's take for instance. The, the choice of getting married, okay? It's a, it's, a, it's a decision of a lifetime. It's a decision of matter of life and it's a, it's a decision that can cost you heaven if care is not taken. So, but if you've not learned the art of hearing God, if you've not learned the art of listening to God, of making inquiries, of speaking to God, of hearing, of, of not learning the art of hearing back from Him, okay? It will be difficult at that point, okay? And that's why you, we must not wait to the point where we need to make critical decisions, we must learn to speak to him, must learn to hear from him, and yet learn to know his voice. Because the word of God says, the sheep hear his voice and they know his voice. They follow him. Okay? A stranger would they not follow. They will not. Okay? Why? Because they've mastered the voice of the shepherd. They know the voice of the shepherd. Okay? Key number two. Second thing God, uh, we must understand, if God must uh, help transform our life, okay, is that we must be able to identify the giftings of God in us. What exactly has God given to you? Okay? So, uh, because if God is saying to do something, then that means you must have been able to identify what he has placed in your hand. You must have been able to master that thing very well so you could use it uh, maximally so you can be used maximally okay so uh it's not just enough for you to know get instructions from god but that which is in your hand that god wants to use how well do you know it how skillful are you in it okay when it was time for david to fight goliath david did go with an instrument that he was not familiar with. Saul, at some point, Saul gave him his armor and all that, but it was too heavy for him to wear. He told him he has not tried it before. But what he has tried before is catapults and stones. He said, with the name of God, he goes, I mean, he went to, to the battlefield with it. Okay? So, that in your hand, that which God has placed in your hand, how well, how well can you use it? How well do you know? Do you even know the deposit of God in you? To start with, do you know what God, the giftings that God has, the, the, the giftings of God in you? Do you know what God has placed in you? Okay, 
if maybe God has blessed you with uh, with a gift of teaching, or God has blessed you with a with a gift of organization, do you even know it in the first place? Okay, how well have you trained yourself? How often do you use it? Okay, because before that big day that that David was faced with Goliath, he has been using it. He knew he just he was he knew he just loved to use catapult. He knew he just loved to do I mean things to kill things with catapult, but you know, the big day that God will have need of it has not come. So how well do you know that gift? How well do you use it? How skillful are you in using it? That gift that God has given to you. Because if God is going to instruct you, okay, he's going to be in line with the usage of what he has placed in your hand for him to bring you out of where you are into where he wants to take you to. Take for instance, if we, if we should go back to John chapter 2 that we read, verse 5, where the mother of Jesus told his servants that whatsoever he asked you to do, do it. Now in verse 6, he says that there was there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews. Now, these pots were not owned by the servants. They never, be, I mean, the 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 the, the pots didn't belong to them okay they were just there the scriptures didn't tell us who kept those things there okay but the scripture told us that the pots were there okay and afterward in the next verse i mean to, jesus said unto them fill the water pot with water and they filled them up to the brim and he said unto them draw out now I'm there unto the governor of the feast. Can you see now? Jesus Christ gave instruction based on what is available. Okay? When Jesus Christ wanted to perform miracle, the miracle of feeding the multitude, what did he ask them? What do you have with you? Okay? That was what he asked the disciples when they came to meet him. That it's not getting that. Let them send them, send the money to you so they could get food for themselves. Jesus Christ said, No, that let's feed them. That what do you have with you? And he said, there's a young lad there that has two fishes and five loaves of bread. And I said, okay, bring it. Okay. Of course, in itself, that, that meal is not enough to feed the multitude. Okay. But when God, when, when God picks up what you have, okay, he can work with it. He can multiply it to meet the need of many. But then you must recognize that God will not work with nothing. You always have to work with something. So what do you have? Like the case of the widow, God had to work with something now. Now, that oil in that little state can't solve her problem. She was greatly in debt. If she, were, she, was, to, if she was to sell that oil, the money she will realize from it can't settle a quarter of her debt. Okay? But then, God needed something to work with. And that was something she had. Okay? So, all she just needed to do was to hand that over to God by obeying or aligning ourselves to the will of God, to the instructions of God, then that thing begins to multiply. Begins to multiply. Begins to multiply. Okay? So what do you have? Your giftings. If you don't know the deposit of God in you, it's high time you begin to do an inward search of what God has blessed you with. What are the things that flow through you easily? What are the things that 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 you you find uh, you, you 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 do joyfully that you find fulfillment that you can spend hours doing and you forget that you've eaten? 
things that flow through you without difficulty, things that you find easy doing, that it, it's not stress, stress really, it's not st- stressful to you. Other people might find it difficult, but to you, it's just like a child's play. What are those things? Okay, what are your passions? What are the ideas that easily flow through you, that flow to you, recurring, that, that record to your mind, you know, every now and then? Those things might be a pointer to God's deposits in your life. Now, when you take those things, you hand them over to God, you allow God to lead you on how to use them, then you begin to see improvement. You begin to experience transformation. You begin to, uh, you begin to be a blessing. Okay, why? Because you've allowed God to make use of that which he has placed in you, okay, to be a blessing to people. To be a blessing to people. Of course, it's God who gave it to you, but God can't force you on how to use it. God has created us to be, created us to be beings of, to be individuals who have choices, okay? When, when the, that master, in the parable of the time, when that master gave them talent, he left them on how to use it. He left them alone on how to use their talent. He just went. And when he came back, he asked them, okay, Alpha, how did you use it? Okay? So, it's your choice to want to keep, if you want to keep running the show by yourself, all by yourself, by your own wisdom, is your choice. But if you want God to take hold of it, it's your choice also. Okay? But then, the question is, what do you have in your house? So, you must have a knowledge of what you have in your house first. If that woman didn't have a knowledge of what she has in her house, if she doesn't know what she's, what is available to her in her house, then it will be difficult for Elisha to help her. And that's why it's important for you to know. The gift or the deposit of God in your life, if God must help you, okay? You know, uh, so many people, they say that uh, everything is up to God, okay? But no, you must understand that God the way God has a role in our life in taking us to that great destiny is the same way you also have a role to play. Moses told the people, I've placed before you life and death. Therefore, choose life if you must live. That means if you must live, choose life. But if you want to die, choose death. That means uh, you don't determine the consequence or the outcome of your life. Okay? It is your choice or your decision that determines them. Okay? The decision you make the choices you make determines the outcome of your life, okay? You don't say you want to become rich, okay? And you just sit down. You might be correct that you want to become rich, okay? It's the will of God for you. But are you doing things that will enable or that will make that thing come to reality in your life? Okay, so you have a role of discovering the deposit of God in your life. You have a role of engaging them by yourself. Number three, the third thing that I will talk about, if God... Uh, if, if we must experience transformation. Okay, number three. The third thing that we must, uh, we must do as I bring it to a close, if we must experience transformation or if, 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 if we must experience a breakthrough, if we must experience a turnaround in our lives, okay, as God has commanded, okay, you know, because it's whatever I ask you to do, okay? When you do it, you see result, okay? The third thing you must do or you must acknowledge is the need for people. No one can become fruitful in isolation. No one can, I mean, take for instance, you will never hear of one person giving birth without the other counterparts. For you to have an offspring, you need two people at least, okay? Two people, the male and the female. 
if there must be fruitfulness, I mean, before God could bless man to be fruitful and multiply, he made them male and female. So God knows what he's doing. Okay? He knows that before the instruction or before the proclamation of fruitfulness could come to reality, there must be association, there must be relationship. So if we must be fruitful, if we, if the if the if the uh, if the will of God, the command of the instruction of God concerning our life must come to pass, if His wish for us must come to reality, okay, we must see the need for people. You can't be alone whole by yourself and expect to get results, uh, the desired result. Okay, the scriptures even says that two are better than one because they have a good word for their labor. So, the need for people. The need for people, okay, in terms of because there are people who actually have gone ahead of you, who have gone ahead of us, who have done the same thing that you are that you're about to do, okay, who have gotten better results, okay, and all you just need to do is to learn from them the systems, the principles they engage, the rules, the laws they engage, and you engage them so you could get the same kind of result they got, okay. Um, you need people. You need to learn from people, okay? You need to learn from their systems, okay? There is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing that you want to do that someone else has not done before. All you just need to do is to look for that someone, that person who has gotten results in that particular field. You apply the principle, okay, the divine principle, and you get the same result, okay? You get the same result, okay? So even though God... Is giving you an instruction to do something, okay? You must understand that there are sat- there is a need to learn more on your use, on, on, on the use of that gifting to deliver more for you. Take, for instance, going back to John chapter 2, we saw that Jesus asked them to fill the, wa- the wa- water pot. That water pot didn't belong to them. B- the water pot belonged to some other persons, Okay? He asked them to fill that water pot with water. Okay, it wasn't their home. Remember the story of the widow with Elijah. What did Elijah tell her to do? He said, Go and borrow many vessels. Because he knows that the problem is not the gift, but the problem is the capacity. Okay, to explore fully the potential of that gift. So many of us we are gifted. In fact, every one of us we are gifted. But what is limiting us is our capacity, the place of capacity building, the place of studying, reading books that is in line with what God has called us to do, the place of listening to teachings that is in line with what God has uh, line with what God has called us to do. Remember what Paul told Timothy said: "Stir up the gift of God that is in you. Stir it up. Give attention to reading. That's one of the ways you stir it up." There is a gift that is upon you. So many of us have been gifted, maybe by laying up of like by the presbytery, presbyterian, okay, like what Paul told Timothy. But that gift is lying dormant because we've refused to steer it up. It's Paul told Timothy, steer it up by giving attention to reading. So many of us, since the time we left university, we can't remember the last time we picked a book to read. Develop capacity. So many, so many of us are just so proud that we think that our idea is the best. Of course, God has given you an idea, but there are people that God has positioned around you, put place in your in your way to help you to boost, to amplify it, so you could do something great for God. Of course, not everybody will be will, will be needed in your journey in life, but you must 
you must develop the discernment to know the right people to relate with that will help you fulfill your destiny in life. Okay? So, it's not enough for you to know what God asks you to do, but you must know what he has deposited in you to know how to, uh, uh, what is what you, but you must it's important for you to know what has deposited in you to know the, uh, what to what to use uh, to to apply that instructions to how to use the gift in you okay and also you must also see the need for people to learn from people not not for you to maximize maximally put to use uh, that which he has deposited in you and also to get the best result that you can ever get as a person okay so I hope uh, tonight God has spoken to our heart. I hope tonight we will not just go back tonight. I hope tonight's teaching will not just be like one of the teachings. I hope tonight's teaching will spur us up to want to do things differently. I hope tonight's teaching will spur us up to want to go back to the drawing table. Okay, to go back to God. Okay, what exactly would you want me to do? What exactly have you placed in me? How do you want me to use this gift? And who are the people that you have placed around me that would, I mean, to help me fulfill this dream? Who are the destiny helpers? Who are the mentors that you've placed around me? And I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will open our eyes to see beyond what we can see in the name of Jesus. Thank you once again, and God bless you. It's a, it's a privilege to reach out to us through God's work. Uh, thank you Pastor Adam it's really a privilege thank you so much God bless you Amen